0: It's an IU miracle, the Jekyll and Hyde season continues, a Hoosiers win at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, 74-62 over the Minnesota Golden Gophers, who had won their last seven straight. This is a little more like it. Xavier Johnson did not start, Gabe Cups did, Xavier Johnson played a little bit here, a little bit there, finished the game on the floor, I believe. And uh, you know what? Uh, I think we've figured out Xavier Johnson just a little bit. I don't think that Stephen Bardo has, though. I really like Stephen Bardo, but we're going to talk about him a little bit. This is an IU victory postgame live instant. It's what we do. Let's go. Uh, Stephen Bardo tonight said that what Xavier Johnson needs is a hug. Needs a big hug. No, he doesn't. He needs a foot in his ass. That's what he needs. And I think he got a little of that tonight. And he needs more of it and more of it until finally he develops the humility that Stephen Bardo said he was embodying before the game. I think Stephen Bardo speaks in hope, not in awareness. And when he talks about Indiana University basketball and Indiana University basketball fans... And he he says things like, Indiana fans are entitled. They they think that they deserve. And so they talk about substitution patterns and that kind of thing. And then he said that if Indiana had won at Nebraska and had beaten uh, Rutgers, you know what? They wouldn't be complaining about the substitution patterns. Can't argue with that. You win... You, you have been proven correct in what you're doing. Your methodology is proven correct. When you lose, people, of course, they're going to question the substitution patterns. But I'll tell you this about Xavier Johnson. Xavier Johnson is like a bad drummer. If you got a band and the drummer sucks, the band is going to sound terrible. You got to have a drummer who can keep perfect time. The better the drummer, the better the band is going to be. And if you have if you have a bad drummer, you're never going to have a good band. That band will always sound wrong. And Xavier Johnson, him being on the floor, Indiana just plays wrong. They don't play good basketball. They're not correct in what they do and how they do it. He plays at a rhythm That is different from everybody else on the floor. And you could see that. And you could see the disconnect between him and some of the other guys. And Baco hits a three. And they show, they do the bench shot, right? With everybody cheering. Not Xavier Johnson. He's not cheering. Why? Because he doesn't feel connected. And that's just the way he is. Maybe that's his personality. I'll tell you who I really like. We'll stop crapping on Xavier Johnson. Hey, he's faced enough adversity. If the amount of adversity that has been heaped on him since that game at, at Piscataway has not turned his corner somehow towards something a little bit more uh, productive, a little bit saner, you know what? Uh, there's nothing we can do. There's no point continuing to talk about Xavier Johnson if his behavior is not going to change. Thankfully, Mike Woodson's behavior changed, and all of a sudden, He's being held accountable. Hey, go figure. And Mike Woodson is being held accountable, as he should be. You've got to coach Indiana correctly because, look, Indiana fans aren't entitled. They're aware. They have been taught the game. They understand the game at a higher level than Illinois fans or Michigan fans or Minnesota fans or Iowa fans. They get basketball, and they understand fit. And when things don't fit, Indiana fans know it. And it doesn't fit when Xavier Johnson's on the floor. Let's get off of him. Mackenzie and Baco I like. Mackenzie and Baco brings a vibe to the game that I like, and he brings an athleticism and an ability to create that I really like too. I like Mackenzie and Baco. I think that he can be a part of a really successful team. I you know what? Trey Galloway is a guy that Dan Dokich on my two brains has said it is a potential first-team All-American. And I'm like, what? You know what? Sometimes he plays like it. When he puts the ball on the deck and then he changes speeds, he gets by guys that really he has almost no business getting by. He is a good basketball player. Gabe Cups did not have it going from the field tonight. He was 0 for 5. I felt bad for him. My God. Like, he. Make a shot, please, for the love of Pete! Um, but Galloway was good tonight. Where was good tonight? Where with uh, 17 of 14? Malik Renew, man, has that guy got good, smart hands around the bucket? Like Lance Stevenson with the Pacers, always had really good, smart hands. He could kind of put himself in a position where. He knew where to put his hand under the basketball or around the basketball to get the basketball up on the rim and get it to fall in the bucket. Malik Renew's got some of that. He's got some of that magic to him. I like him. Um, Caleb Banks should never dribble. Please don't dribble. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. He got in the game briefly, put the ball on the deck once, and, and, you know, neighbors always know when Indiana's playing. Or when Julie has let let the house fall into disarray and become unsanitary because I start yelling, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. That's either when Caleb Banks is dribbling or Julie has not cleaned the house to my satisfaction. <laughs> there she is. I was waiting for the yell. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> uh but a good game from the Hoosiers and a win tonight. And and even though CJ Gunn only scored one point, I liked his energy. I thought he was really good. Energy wins basketball games. The aggressor wins games. The the team that makes a fewer mistakes, no question about that, the old Bob Knight saying. And you gotta be aggressive. And if you're aggressive, you're gonna have a hell of a good time playing a game of basketball, and Indiana did tonight, winning 74 to 62. This is much more pleasant. I don't like getting angry about Indiana basketball. It's just, it's really not nearly as much fun as it might seem that it is. Uh, Indiana led this game 25-10, 27-12, 28-12, and then Minnesota kind of cut it to eight all of a sudden, and then five on a a three-pointer by Cam Christie. And all of a sudden you thought that Indiana, and, and really the game... Like, they, they cut the lead to, uh, what, 13 with about two and a half left, and you were like, you know, but I, you never felt like this was drama, did you? Did you ever feel like, all right, we're headed toward, remember, that there was a game against Minnesota up at the barn when Mike Davis was the coach. I think IU had a 16-point lead with three and a half left, something like that. And you just you weren't comfortable and you're like, oh, I hope they can eke this one out. Up 16 with three and a half left. Indiana lost that game. You know, you can kind of feel it. But tonight, there just never seemed to be any kind of, they, they weren't in sync. Minnesota wasn't. Whether it was because they were playing at Simon Scott Assembly Hall or whatever, uh, they should not play a 2-3 zone, at least not with that level of inactivity. Uh, there were possessions against them playing a 2-3 zone where it was kind of like you were moving around pylons. Uh, it was not difficult to find a way to get an open shot and put it in the jar. Indiana did that a lot once Minnesota went to that 2-3. Uh, so Indiana gets the win, and they, uh, they're lifted to 4-2 and two in the Big Ten. And that is a really, really good thing because it doesn't get any easier... For Indiana, in fact, it gets more difficult. If you want to call playing against Purdue at home more difficult, like it, it, Mike Woodson doesn't lose to Purdue at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. I don't care what Indiana and Purdue are ranked or not ranked. But they play on Tuesday against Purdue, and then they are at Wisconsin next Friday, assuming the weather's good. And then the following Saturday, they play at Illinois. These are three really... On paper, really tough games. Uh, Purdue on Ken Palm ranked third. Wisconsin ranked 11th. Illinois ranked 10th. And then you've got Iowa at home, so we've got a chance to watch uh, former Fran McCaffrey, his head explode right off his neck. Some There's going to be some kind of a, uh, a an aneurysm. Something. that, that Or, you know, Poppages. Some kind of, like, capillaries bursting in that red, that red face as he yells at officials, screams at people. Fran McCaffrey has got to seek help for the love of Pete. Uh, But Indiana, pretty good tonight. And uh so as a result of this game, they had been projected by Ken Palm. I always look for this. I don't know why, like it's, like it's accurate at all, that, uh, Indiana, it had said that they were going to finish the season 16 and 15 and 8 and 12 in the Big Ten. Now it's 17 and 14 and 9 and 11 in the Big Ten. They're now projected to beat Penn State and Northwestern at home, and they're going to win other games. I mean, I I think it's going to be really, really tough for uh, any team, including Purdue on Tuesday night, to beat Indiana at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. So we're a little more sedate tonight. We, we feel better about ourselves as Hoosier fans, which is good. We do not feel really any better about, how about Xavier Johnson? Xavier Johnson gets fouled and comes at the guy. And then all of a sudden, something, some awareness came to him. And he's like, okay, I don't want to shove him into his own bench. So I'm going to grab him and act like I'm playing the peacemaker. We know what was going on. He was about to lose his mind, and and all of a sudden he's like, I don't want to do that. I, I, I'm about this far from getting run the hell off this campus. I better check myself before I wreck myself. He did, and so good. But even at his best, he is an ill-fitting piece in this machine. It doesn't work now. Is Gabe Cups going to be able to defend at all against a, uh, a any level of talented guard? As they match up, is it no? He's going to have a tough time. He's a freshman, and Baco's a freshman. Uh, Renew is a sophomore. Where is a sophomore? This is a really young team, especially without the six-year senior clogging things up on the offensive side of the ball for Indiana. When he gets in the game, that ball crawls around. It just stops. I the first 15 seconds of this of the shot clock, it, you may as well just start the shot clock at 15. Because he's going to direct traffic, and as he's dribbling, you go here, you go there. The ball stops, makes Indiana really easy to defend. They got off to that really good start tonight. You know what? In large part, it was because Xavier Johnson's ass was parked on the bench. What are you going to do? Do you want to trust Gabe Cups against Braden Smith on Tuesday night, or are you going to start Xavier Johnson again? Are you going to pay on the offensive end? for what Johnson can give you defensively. Even when Johnson scores, when he gets 18, like he did against Ohio State, he's not a force for good on the offensive end. He's just not. And and look what happened tonight. As you look at the game, as you look at the box score, as, as I will, you look at Indiana, they had 10 turnovers, uh, but only one in the first half, which seemed odd. Uh two of them belong to Xavier Johnson, despite the fact that he didn't log heavy minutes. Ware had two, Renew had two, uh, gun and uh gun cups and Mbako with one each. So there you go. Uh Renew, I, I like Renew. I think he's he's kind of he's developed into a nice two-headed player down low. He can shoot it a little bit, he moves the ball really well, he's court aware. He knows where Kalelware is, can get him the basketball. He can kick it out to Trey Galloway or somebody, maybe CJ Gunn, who can knock down a three. I like Renew. I like Mbako. And Xavier Johnson is just that drummer that the other four musicians can't overcome. That's what it is. Tuesday night, Hoosiers and, Bo- and uh, the Boilermakers. How much fun is that going to be? We will talk to you. Maybe we'll talk to you this weekend as uh, news breaks. We break it. You know that. And uh, make sure and subscribe. Make sure and like. If you want to make a donation, make a donation. But this is, uh, this is a lot more fun than what we were subjected to the other night from Piscata- Piscataway. Who th- Piscataway. got to get the hell away from Piscataway, right?